Soldier boy, I'm in it. Oh. Why me crack it? Why me roll? Why me crack that soldier boy? That Superman. That oh. Now why me you? Crack that soldier. Now why me you? Crack that soldier. Now why me you? Okay, so with that high and welcome to After the Hype with me as always, Brian, John, Yo. Ryan, yep. and we have Graham here today. Hello. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Batman and Superman in the versus variety, but not the one that you're thinking of, just the one that we've been talking about for a whole bunch if you've been paying attention to our podcast, which is Batman 1989 versus Superman of 1978. But before we do that, we're going to do a quick where have you been doing? I will go first... I've been watching Daredevil, of course, because that's what everyone has been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I finished it last night, and I won't say anything about it. Spoilery, other than the fact that I liked it better than season one, better than Jessica Jones, and really better than anything Marvel has done live-action TV-wise to date. And that's it. I will go next, because I've been doing the exact same thing. <laughs> In between work, that is all I've been cramming to do. So um, I will only add to that that I actually prefer this to anything they've done on film as well. Damn. Whoa. Wow. Uh, so I started Hearthstone. Why? Welcome uh, to the crack. Yeah, do, well, you just, do you not like free time? Th- that's actually the other thing I've been doing all week. <laughs> well, I got into it. Like, in, in The Witcher 3, they have a card game that they built for you to play in there, which was like, okay, fine, I'll try it. This is somewhat fun. I wonder if there's like something like this in the real world that's closer, like a little bit more balanced, let's say. Mm-hmm. And then everyone started recommending uh, Hearthstone to me. I actually wrote into a, a Facebook group. Like what should what's about what's the deal with Hearthstone and like thirty responses later in the span of an hour I was like I'll try it everybody plays everybody everybody plays yeah and it's actually pretty fun I wouldn't say it's addicting just because there's a lot of other things that I want to do more than it right now yeah the nice thing about it is there aren't like you you don't have to keep up with the goals the goals are to like reach the top of the ladder and you get like one special little card back which is the aesthetic only way Mm -hmm. that they get you to spend money in the game. Uh, the other thing is, um, arena and that's just kind of continuing on itself forever. You just kind of draft and you earn your gold back ideally. So there's not like in world of Warcraft, you have to like keep up with the, the cutting edge of raiding and like, you know, collect right. gear and stuff that Hearthstone you can uh, put down and pick up anytime. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it seems, and I didn't realize it was on phone too. So like theoretically I could just pick it up, play a little bit and stop, which is actually really nice and something to kind of fill in the, the small moments where I don't have a lot of time yeah. to jump into a full-fledged game like The Witcher where it's like, okay, I'm going to be in this for like three or four hours to do like half of a mission. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this is just kind of something I could do quick. I like it. I've been watching uh, BBC detective shows basically <laughs> back to back, uh, one after the next on Netflix. So I think we started with uh, Luther and then finished that and then moved on to River and then finished that and went to the fall and yeah they're all great so yeah i've seen bits and pieces of luther and it looks fantastic yeah, yeah. luther's Just pretty awesome haven't had the time to commit to it yet yeah that's pretty much it are we um, ready to jump into this monstrosity of an episode that sounds way meaner than i want it to be <laughs> <laughs> what do you have in mind for this episode uh, you have a lot to say about batman and superman I, I have so much to say that i could have done two completely separate episodes on both of these movies and as I'm watching them, I'm kind of going, oh, I don't get to do that. But <laughs> that'll be okay. Uh, I'm completely foregoing the numbers and all that sort of stuff because these two movies were wildly successful and the main yeah. reason why we still have comic book movies today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Fair. all that stuff is kind of pointless. We're just going to move past it. And they were nine years apart. Like, numbers would be a little skewed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, so we're going to get started uh, right quick with the breakdowns. I think we're probably the best place to start with this thing. Um, and since we only have one guest here today, that means that one of us is going to have to do it, and that person's going to be Ryan. Hey. Um, <laughs> so, Graham, which one do you rather do, Superman or Batman? Uh, Superman, I guess. Okay, so you're doing Batman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good, because I would rather do Batman. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're going to do the exact same way that we did last time. So we have, you said, which one do you want to do? I, I wanted to do Superman. I'll, I'll let you do Superman. I'm not going to be that, <laughs> that much of a dick to you. <laughs> okay, so Superman and Batman, uh, and much like we did Jurassic Park versus Jurassic World, uh, you're going to have to go at the exact same time. Perfect. Um, and you already get 30 seconds. Now, here's the, the bonus, I'll say, as John's setting up, if you can hear him in the background. Uh, if you can't do these in 30 seconds, you do not deserve to be fans of comic books because these are so <laughs> easy to do in 30 yeah. seconds. John's ready. You guys ready? Yeah, sure. You ready to do yes, this? I guess so. Okay, so 30 seconds. Batman versus Superman, 1978, 1979. 
1989, if I can, you know, get the years right. All right, John, you ready? Yep. All right, go. All, All right. right. Batman so the is Superman an awesome movie in, about a character an alien named orphan Batman sent from a dying who is his dying really Krypton, billionaire uh, Bruce Earth, Wayne uh, where he grows up to become his adoptive silly. but uh, uh, so in Gotham first City greatest is riddled with crime and, then and after we this have Bruce in charge of the uh, crime uh, and we have Jack Napier who is played by Jack Nicholson uh, he kills him and he yeah, gets he, he, knocked into a vat of acid he turns into the Joker he kidnaps Batman's girlfriend and Batman has to whose idea well tries not to kill him, but that's it. Low out of time. California. While trying to use one ear to listen to each of you, <laughs> <laughs> I think you did pretty good. I don't think either one of you got to the exact ending. I heard California, so yep. I know somebody got to the end of theirs. All right, it was close. So. Uh, so great job! Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, okay, so <laughs> uh, I really do love. That's gonna be my favorite thing about versus episodes from right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is a true versus. At least nobody tried to insert sex scenes into theirs like they did for Jurassic Park right. and Jurassic World. <laughs> where independently, they both had hardcore orgies, apparently. Uh, okay, so we're going to get started with today. Uh, and I honestly think the best place to start with this thing is just where, if these came out today, much like this one's about to in a couple of days, uh, where people would freak out the most, which is faith- faithfulness to the actual source material. Hmm. Um, people would freak out the most. That's a bold statement because only comic book nerds are going to freak out. Yeah, but they're also the loudest. So they are. Yeah. So, and honestly, between the two of them, I think Superman gets my like. If we're counting like points or whatever, I think Superman does a better job following the comic book yeah. versus Batman because Batman has one glaring issue. Uh, but a um, uh, few. Yeah, there's Actually, one. Yeah. One in particular that makes me go, I can't love this movie. All as right. much as I want to, I so can't. We're going to start on the comic book nerd yeah. freaking out. <laughs> Let's start right now. Yeah. Well, actually. Yeah. Well, it's Jack Napier. Who the fuck yeah. is Jack Napier? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. We're diving straight in, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, Let's yeah. say, but what about the argument that the Joker uh, in, in modern media willingly has a cloudy backstory? I kind of like that. Like, what's that's wrong with what that? I mean. He yeah. so he tells the story and he says, "Well, maybe that's the real one, or maybe it's not. I have a million stories. I'll just go whatever is the best one at the time." Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that, but that's not what this is. This I, guy is clearly a gangster named Jack Napier, sure. who yeah. Batman creates. Now, don't get me wrong; yeah. I do enjoy that part of the film. I like that Batman yeah. created his biggest villain, and his biggest villain created him. Right. That's a I, cool that's duality comic book. Yeah, Batman. yeah, totally awesome. It thankfully it thankfully plays out well. But you could tell that that was a happy accident, almost. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think it was very masterfully created, yeah. and, I, and I think it works really well. Yeah, and I it think re- it's awesome they pull it off. And you know, Jack Nicholson does a pretty good yeah. of that specific Joker. Yes. You know, the, one. Did you have more? Uh, no, that was basically it. Yeah, one thing I really liked about it is that it was like, I mean, the Joker has been kind of all over the place, and you know, he was. I don't know if Cesar Romero was really an accurate representation either. Um, and I think the the one brilliant thing they do with the Joker is they pull him in kind of different directions. And there's, it's always like one extreme caricature of the Joker. So Jack Nicholson is this super wealthy uh, criminal who's like got class, who somehow has the, he uh, can pull together resources to throw a, a parade and poison the city. And then Heath Ledger's Joker was like the down and out uh, uh, street rat who just had knives and lint in his pocket and had no identity in like a hundred percent different way. Like he his uh, his creation came out of like some sort of childhood trauma, probably. Maybe. Uh, maybe. No Bat, idea. You know, whereas yeah. Jack Nicholson's was actually created by Batman, and they're just two different dual personalities, and I love them both. Oh yeah, no, I, don't get me wrong, I like the character. It's really just, I don't, even as a kid, I'm like, I've never heard of Jack Napier before. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. that's really always kind of like been my biggest issue with this film, when I'm going from a comic book standpoint. Interesting. And granted, later editions of Batman have enjoyed this movie so much that they've actually used the Jack Napier story, right. and that's kind of cool, and I like it. But at the same time, for me, like my first entry into this thing, you can just kind of feel like Warner Brothers going... Oh, we need to kind of at least attempt to explain where this is coming from, or mm-hmm. audience members might go, "Well, who the fuck is that guy?" Well, and one thing yeah, you, you gain when you did the Nolan Batman's with kind of setting it in the city as a result of the city being corrupt and you know decaying, you make the city a character. Mm-hmm. Where in this Batman, it's kind of just cool matte paintings and really cool design, yeah. but not really a character. It feels more like a set. Yeah. Wow, and that's you. You kind of lose that element of that tie to Gotham maybe without the kind of the the whole politics and the whole 
kind of the economy going on. Maybe it's because um, this this movie, like I, I'm pretty sure I got it at like four or five years old. As soon as it hit VHS, mm-hmm. it was in my hands and in the VCR, and uh, I would rewind it when it was over. This is like I, I played this tape out. Uh, right. So this was the Batman to me. Like yeah. I didn't read yeah. comics mm-hmm. before I saw this movie. So Jack Napier was fine. I didn't go. Who's that guy? Um, and and to me, like. I, I love the beauty of Gotham City in these movies. I love yeah. the matte painting, and it feels like that mm-hmm. old sci-fi movie Dark City to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like super stylized. And they brought that back for the TV show Gotham, which was is one of my favorite shows about or things about that show. Mm-hmm. And to me, uh, Chris Nolan's movies always just felt like Gotham was the city it was shot in. Like Dark Knight was just Gotham was Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I do like really agree with you on the design. The design's so beautiful, but there's kind of that economic, the class struggle that having all that just be like he'd be a common criminal that there's more to it that would kind of incite batman to fight injustice versus i'm gonna wear a suit like there there you lose some of that kind of lo- like logic no I and like- then but then you know you trade off and it's so grandeur like it's so beautiful like the city's so yeah. haunting and beautiful and real but it is more realistic for sure yeah like gritty nolan definitely did a grittier batman and this was very polished and I actually thought that it was interesting uh, when he no. throws the parade and tries to poison the city. The people are so desperate for grabbing the money that even after the whole thing goes down and they realize it's poison gas coming out and some of them die, some people still come up to the float and are reaching for money. Like, that's, that's definitely... Yeah. yeah. That's actually, like again, trying to stay on track with the comic book part of it. That feels very Gotham to me. Me too. Yeah. Um, and... Res- Going to the other way, my favorite thing about the Superman movie is that Metropolis feels like Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Like Metropolis is supposed to be like the beacon of cities. Like it's right. supposed to be like the, like it's kind of like much like Gotham is supposed to be the shitty parts of New York. Gotham or Metropolis is supposed to be the nice parts of New York. Yeah, yeah. all New York. Um, but when you look at it, like the Metropolis depiction in this one, it might be a little bit better in Superman too. But we'll get into the sequels later. That's on the list. Um, but this one really felt like a living, breathing city to me. Whereas you have the complaint with Batman. Um, I slightly disagree, but I get what you're saying. Where it mm-hmm. all just kind of feels like pretty backdrops, pretty paintings, that sort of stuff. Yeah, and Metrop- people just put in on top of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and this one that felt like a movie set. Yeah. Um, not anything against it because it. It, it felt works. like a movie set in the yeah. traditional sense. Yes. Right, yeah. 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 Metropolis, to me, felt like a living, breathing city yeah. at all times. Yeah, it's true. Um, that Superman just happened to show up in. And I I love that he just shows up and just starts going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that's what I think works so great about at least staying like true to the comic book. That feels like Superman to me, where mm-hmm. he shows up and he goes, I need to save this city. From what? Well, there's really nothing to save it from right now. There's a cat in that tree. I'll go get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, Superman in this cat is tree amazing. Guy. I love... Uh, Christopher Reeves' depiction of him and the direction and just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the always a good guy, you know. I love yeah. it. And that's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm excited for the new movie coming out. I enjoyed Man of Steel for what it was. Yeah. We have an episode on it from wherever we go if you want to listen to it. Uh, it. It's as good as all that is. Nobody can beat Christopher Reeve. And like, I feel yeah. like that's what people used to say about like Jack Nicholson with the Joker and maybe. I think in the villains too. Like I think yeah. in the eighties, in the late eighties, like people were a little scared of corporations getting too big. So Jack Napier being this rich guy who's like giving away free money, and you have to be suspicious of it. Like that's mm-hmm. very indicative of those times. Whereas the Heath Ledger play like chaos, and we're like very afraid of like guerrilla attacks and terrorism, terrorism and chaos, yeah. Yeah. chaos now. Yeah, yeah, coming from absolutely nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, that's a good jumping off point. Let's just talk about the villains. Yeah. I was going to say that for later in the episode, but I, I feel like if it's come up organically, we might as well talk about it. I mean, it. we've talked about the heroes. Let's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead of just keep harping on Batman, let's talk a little bit about uh, Gene Hackman. Oh, yeah. Gene Hackman. Evil, evil Gene Hackman. So good. He's so good, and he just, he gets better and better and better the more the movie goes on. Yeah. The, the second he hits the screen, it's like, I'm not sure if I really like this. Yeah. yeah. Lex Luthor. He's kind of annoying. Yeah. What's that? hair yeah it's been since i was a little kid that i watched this movie so watching it again was kind of pleasant the few surprises like oh my god when he takes the wig off at the end it's hilarious so great (laughs) the greatest super villain of our time (laughs) (laughs) and i'm bald (laughs) well and you like i forgot how just good he gets by the end like like you were saying i was just like oh this is kind of goofy i don't know how i feel oh he's really cool yeah uh, this is awesome he's actually kind of a threat despite kind of the campy way they're playing him he's 
Yeah, he's he's pretty bad. And that's what's so great because he starts out so campy that you're like, wow, Superman's gonna mop the fucking floor with this. This yeah. is supposed to be his arch nemesis. Are you right. kidding me? Yeah. And then as soon as he does that, like, uh, it's that turn in like the beginning of the third act where he does like the the high frequency thing. Mm-hmm. Where only the only person on two legs can hear this is you. I'm like, holy shit, he actually knows his stuff. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. We clearly can't get that bait and switch in Batman versus Superman because we all know who Lex Luthor is, and he looks like he's a crazy person from the start. Yeah, uh, which is a little too bad, but yeah, I won't judge it till I see it in two days. Absolutely. Um, but the the thing that I really liked about like especially with Gene Hackman is, is I feel like it was intentional. Like I feel like he did everything in uh, Richard Donner, and everybody like worked their best to make him not a threat, not a threat, not a threat, full threat. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It works like surprisingly well. Like even like even he sticks with the goofiness the whole time. He still has his uh, his screaming Miss Tossmacher. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a long arm? <laughs> <laughs> well, he is the dumbest henchman ever. And yeah, yes. no, and that's actually kind of a funny, charming package in this movie. Is that it is yeah. They are as dumb as he is smart, and they are like he's always button heads with them. Oh yeah, and he would actually probably win if it weren't for. Them, probably actually for sure. Well, if he didn't have to blow uh, yeah. up, uh, what, what did he blow up? Hoboken or um, somewhere in New Jersey? Yeah, close Hack- enough. Yeah, Hackney. He, he had, yeah, Hackney. Hackensack. Hack- Hackensack, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, it if is, he hadn't yeah. blown up that city, Miss Tussbacher would have never freed Superman. Yeah. So he just had to go and blow up the city that mm-hmm. her mom was living in, and that did it. Mm-hmm. He would have won. You know, if you count her as a henchman. <laughs> She's kind of a henchman, yeah. a hench lady. She's hench, a bond, hench classic person. bond hench lady. Yes, yes. Yeah. There you go. Um, all right. So then, on the other side, if we're talking villains, then you have the Jack Napier Joker, who I mean, out of everything in both of these movies, has two of the best scenes, like in comic book history. Yeah, and they're they're almost the same scene, which is kind of weird, but it's like the it's the um, I'm not sure if it's an art gallery restaurant. Whatever the fuck that Basically was. Basically the Prince yeah. music video. Right. Yeah, that one and then later in her so apartment good, right? are two yeah. of the most awesome scenes fucking ever. Yeah. Mm. And then later, right after that, that basically the entire third act is one awesome Joker scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it pretty much, it, like, once it goes, like, in a Joker town, it stays there. Because yeah. it, no, it's, I mean, the movie, I, I mean, I mentioned this, but I should have mentioned this in the Faithfulness comic book, but it, it does what the Batman comic books always did so well, which is acknowledge that Batman's the most boring character here. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah. Nolan did that as well. He did, yes. Yep. Yeah. And it, it did a really good job of going, oh, shit, I guess the Joker is better. We're going to stick with him because he seems really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> also, super flamboyant. It kind of sticks with the, the, scenes. the idea yeah. that Batman always comes out of nowhere. Like, I kind of like the, the way that we don't see Batman get to his destination unless he's got to drive really fast through red lights in a Batmobile. But yeah. then all of a sudden, he just comes out of the shadows as Batman should. Yeah. 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 It's a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here now. And now you're all going to die. Or at least come close to death. And maybe we could talk about the tone a little bit of these movies in the comic book uh, Faithfulness, too, because I thought they were both executed um, in exactly the right way. Like Richard Donner and going with like the Spielbergian style, over-the-top, campy Mm -hmm. villain, good guy saving the day, uh, left and right. I mean, that's really good. John Williams scored just to the nines. (laughs) Dear Lord. And then, when it first started up, we were like, oh, yeah, John Williams did this. Exactly. Yeah. The contrast of that being Tim Burton, dark, Danny Elfman, classic, like mm. over the top, um, not in a campy way, but in like an over, overly artsy way. I don't know how to put that. Well, the, the difference. Tim Burton way. Yeah, yeah Tim that's the only way I could so, say it. The difference yeah. is, is like Superman really has not changed. I mean, yeah, don't jump down my throat, Internet. He has not changed tonality that much through the years. Like since his like no. introduction, right. he's been he's always been kind of like that Boy Scout of the world. Because that's Superman. I mean, exactly. he's the nineteen fifty yeah, like perfect Superman kind is. of guy of like I'm always here to yeah. save the day. Yeah, you he's know? had his moments of going a little crazy town, like that's sort of fine. But like, well, for yeah. the most part, that's kind of what he is. Batman has gone from the Superman wearing a cape and cowl right. to what he is now, which is way more dark and gritty and but what it is. Yeah. That happened when, before this movie came out, though. It did, but I I would congratulate this movie for really stamping that tone on Batman. Yeah. Let's actually move into that, because I have a lot to say about the, the way that these movies both very impressively shaped 
the future of these characters. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we could talk about Batman first. And I mean, applying Tim Burton's gothic, uh, that's the, the word I should describe it as, because yes. it's very gothic. gothic. His, yes. his style to Gotham yes. City and Batman, it was like, was brilliant. Um, what else? I can't think of what else came out of this movie um, that like kind of was incorporated into canon, but I will move into Superman and say that one of my favorite like little nods in the Superman universe is that his the S on his suit may not be an S for Superman. Yeah. And that is straight up out of this movie. They made that up for this. And that has carried through now into like Superman's canon. And that is really cool. That is a really cool moment. Because, yeah, when I saw that emblem on all the other ones on Krypton, you're like, oh, awesome. Yep. I mean, one of the things that I wanted to point out is, like, I love the Batman movie because I love the Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see this Batman, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's the movie version of the Batman animated series. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that is, I mean, you want to talk about, like, what staying power was this from right. this movie. It, it created that animated series, which really... For a lot of us who are kids who are too lazy or our parents are like, no, comic books, yeah. was how we got into comics. Yep. Like mm-hmm. that animated series, Spider-Man, X-Men, all yep. that sort of, like, that's where we got our start. And without this movie, you didn't have that Batman animated series. Yeah. And without the Batman animated series, you don't have Mark Hamill as Joker, and right. then the world is a worse place. Yes. <laughs> well, and one thing to what you guys were saying, what this did, what the Batman movie did, was it basically is now something you compare all the other Batmans to. That too. And oh, it, yeah. it, is, it is the first one you compare all the other Batmans to. Everyone else is like, okay, yeah. But like you go to that movie and like, okay, it's, it it doesn't have quite the greediness of Batman. It doesn't yeah. have the like it has more economics than Batman. Like you go back to that one, and right. that's the one by which you judge. Yeah, because before that we had Adam West, right? And this this movie, <laughs> well, and, Ad- and that was that was a whole different beast altogether because that was very much in in the line of like fun and campy and very. That, it was different. That, it was that's different. when Batman still and, felt like Superman. And yeah. Yeah. this Batman yes. actually paid homage to that. I think in one of the fight sequences when. Um, I forget her name, but when she's taking pictures of Vicky the whole Vail. thing, like, Vicky Vale, yeah. like the whole flash is coming off every Vicky time Vicky. that he punches somebody in the face. Oh, I didn't. I, oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, ever noticed that? That's I great. never noticed it until I watched it. This I was like, oh, that's amazing. You're like, bam, click, bam, <laughs> click. Like, it's nice. amazing, and it does it like 15 awesome. times. They really wanted to make sure that people got it, and still nobody got it. Right. <laughs> I got it this time, and I'm grateful for it. You're welcome, Tim Burton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or thanks, Tim Burton. Uh, all right, let's. Well, uh, and then even just even a quick note on the whole Superman thing in the staying power. It is the like that is he, Christopher Reeve Superman and Superman one that is canon. That that is the one that everything else is also judged by. Well, I mean, and, and almost unfairly even. Like I don't I, think, I think it's unfair at all. I yeah. mean, I mean, given the you but, look at Batman and we have Batman Begins, we have the Dark Knight, we have well, so maybe many it's more, more maybe it's more that like Batman's had more time to have different angles. But I see a lot of whenever there's a, a new Superman. The complaints always bring back in. That's not what the. That's not my Superman. That's well, not like, the, that's like not we get a lot more of that. Like, but my my point is that we've had really many people take a crack at Batman and do a really good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. like very good job, time and time again. Superman, on the other hand, we've had one guy do it really well, and everyone else has done either okay mm-hmm. to horrible. Yeah, yeah, and like Brian Singer did okay, but he basically just remade Richard Donner's Superman. So it's like, okay, well then, you know, way to go, Brian Singer. We've already seen this, but I guess it has better special effects and Parker Posey. You made you made a you yeah, made a great so. fan, you made a great <laughs> yeah. fan film. Yeah, yeah. even and though that, I still like that one, like it it's there there are problems. Yeah, and then say what you will about Man of Steel, it, it's it's fine, but no one's gonna go. That is my Superman, yeah. right? But you go back to the 1978 Richard Donner one. It's like, and that is still like the best we've gotten. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think just if you talk about like staying power or whatever, I mean the main reason why people will always compare to this Superman is because we don't have a better one to compare to. Right. And even Man of Steel is this Superman new. It's yeah. the same. It's the same thing. It's still the same story. Like mm-hmm. yeah, same story, really same to... setup, same. Every, it's just you know we just stay on Krypton just a little bit longer. Yep. You know and get a little bit more backstory there, and then we actually get uh, we skip, Zod comes back. Yeah. We skip the Lex Luthor part of this and just bring in Zod right away. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing, just the newer version. So, know? what is uh, what could they do better? Because if you think about Batman, no one would ever watch a Chris Nolan Batman and go, "This is my Batman." But someone could watch a Chris Nolan movie and go, "This is my Joker," or uh, "This is the best Ra's al Ghul we've gotten." Yeah. So, is it the? I mean, what are we going to think about Jesse Eisenberg? Is a really good question, and and I, I actually thought Michael Shannon as Zod was the best part of Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah, he was great. Yeah, his Zod was actually like, yeah. oh man, 
this could actually be a problem. This yeah. could actually and yeah. and and does actually. Well, it is kind of interesting too that these two characters, these two iconic characters, are kind of the epitome of the villain is the more interesting part of you. See, I disagree with Superman. I think Superman is always the most interesting thing in anything Superman because yes. I love. But I mean, I, mean, the I guess I mean Superman. I, yeah. I, I like him too, but I mean in terms of film. I, th- I feel like in film, we know what to do with Batman. And in film, we don't know what to do with Superman other than just, we've done now Zod twice. So now let's get it. Like what, it, what about, you know, all these other aspects that bring well, out these I more think interesting that's parts. what Zack Snyder was attempting to do with Man of Steel. It just didn't really work out. And I don't think it's that it didn't work out because of everything else. I think it's really just he and his editor apparently disagreed on how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got what we got. Uh, but as far as like, what could we do to make this like our Superman or our Batman? I honestly don't know, or I'd be paying yeah. a lot more money to go make those movies. <laughs> I would be living on Easy Street <laughs> if I knew. But I I know that they haven't done it yet. Right. I know that yeah. Michael Keaton is people's Batman. Like mm-hmm. they do an entire thing in the movie Neighbors about how that is like Seth Rogen's Batman. Like I'm Batman. Like that's his deal. Mm-hmm. And like we don't really have that. Right. With Superman. Like we have Christopher Reeves. It is still is, Christopher Reeves. It's still Christopher So I guess that yeah. we're comparing it right because Christopher Reeves and Michael Keaton are still people's Batman and Superman and yeah. the new movies. Well, it's really, it's hard to compare it yet because we haven't seen Ben Affleck as Batman yet. True. Uh, yep. So we're using we're the Nolan movies. Away. Yeah. yeah. But we have no idea how they're going to do. And I'm really curious to see how it pans out because I, I really love the idea that the Joker is coming from another movie. So we get to spend more yeah. time with him uh, in Suicide Squad, and we get to see some of the backstory of him. Yeah, well, assu- we're all assuming he killed Jason Todd from the trailers. Yep. Sorry if you haven't seen the trailer. Well, I, well, <laughs> um, and it's a super dark Joker. Uh, so I'm curious to see what they do with the Batman standalone movie, if it ever comes out, because I heard it's in limbo right now. Well, the, the thing that I've been hearing is that if this does not well, that's getting fast-tracked. Hmm. Because apparently everyone at Warner Brothers, their favorite thing about this movie right now is Ben Affleck as Batman. That's cool. so crazy. No, I, I believe it. Cause well, they, they, have, they have someone who's matured as a director very interested in this role. And they're like, we got we to gotta get on this. Yeah. Because if you have someone like, because Ben Affleck has actually, he gets better with his movies that he's directing. He does, yeah. And he's yeah. still getting better with his movies that he's directing. So why not? And why acting. Not? And a lot of the and stuff acting. that he's done is, is, not, is not bad. I mean, yeah. the town is really amazing. I don't know why he gets such... It's such but a hard time. Maybe I do because wanna, of who he is and where he came from, but I, 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 I like him as a filmmaker. I still think it's because of that lull in his career. Like during his oh, J Lo yeah. days, yeah. people yeah. still kind of have. Oh, because he dated J Lo. Yeah. <laughs> that, that gotcha. Was it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I have a lot of faith in him for the for this movie and this series. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's let's uh, change gears a little bit, and I want to talk just a little bit more vanity. I want to talk just about the costumes in general. Hmm. I, I, this won't be a long okay. conversation. I fully understand. I um, can't turn around. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I wanted. Yeah. I love that they looked at the I comic books. Brace. They looked at the comic books and went, oh, so that's what Batman looks like. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Uh, pour, pour some pour, plastic on his pour, head. Pour Michael Keaton into that costume and have him just kind of like go, what? Yeah. <laughs> I can't fight in this. I can't hear you either. Justice. <laughs> justice. Justice. <laughs> Everything is just shouted at him through <laughs> thick rubber ears. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's shouting all the time. Because he can't think. He well, that's also why he, he, gro- him. That's why he growls because that lower bass, yeah. it, it makes it through the rubber, yeah. right? <laughs> Where on the other spectrum, Christopher Reeves, they just went, all right, we're going to go as classic Superman costume as we possibly can. Do you want to update it at all? Fuck you. This is Superman. Yeah. And they don't, like, that was the one thing of his entire backstory. That was the one thing they didn't explain. It was like, oh, yeah, and then uh, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just well, painted this on to It himself. took him like, a year. What? He was in the Fortress of Solitude for a year talking to Ghost Dad. He might yeah. as well <laughs> have been sewing. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, don't know, start I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where in the... In our talk, this would this can come in, but that that whole sequence, that whole like trippy sequence in Superman, we need to bring it up somewhere in this because <laughs> bring it up. You just Lord. brought it up. It it is, you it just up. brought it up. I forgot that this was in there, and I'm like, when did this turn into 2001, A Space Odyssey? Like, yeah. And Marlon Brando was, was giving like he was just reciting this, just this great dialogue. Like, I don't and know. since he was <laughs> bo- like since he was flown, it was know, boring as a kid. For, but for I'm watching three this years, he yeah. was flown in that thing of Marlon Brando just yeah. pouring information yeah. over him. And then he does it another four years. Like it must have been four because he he was in high school. <laughs> Thanks, and then Dad. He left, so he must have been eighteen. And then now he comes back and he's, well, he's they say he's over one 21. year, but. Superman grows fast. Yeah. And then Thanks. he stops growing. Uh, <laughs> Forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Thanks, Dad, for all this backstory. Uh, but to go back to the much. costumes yeah. for a second, you yeah. did it earlier when you said that Superman hasn't changed. Like, that's what yeah. they drew Superman like the first time they ever yep. drew Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Even with that little fucking curly cue on his head. Yep. And they, they nailed they, that. They nailed it. <laughs> more, more or less broad-shouldered. And yeah. that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Like, okay, shoulders this big, and shoulders this small. Whereas Batman, Underwear outside the suit, we got it. <laughs> Batman has had so many changes, but I love the way that this, the, the uh, Tim Burton movie, like made that look of the suit iconic and he made that little gold uh you know shitty looking oval bat logo iconic and he made that look of the batmobile iconic the batmobile was just like a nice bentley when it started yeah and now it looks awesome yeah and like even Super like awesome and i enjoyed the tumbler for what it was sure but yeah. i when it comes down to it i will always love and specifically the two tim burton ones that Batmobile. When Joel Schumacher gets involved, it yeah. goes a little bit in the Looney Tunes land. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like that one, <laughs> it's like it's, it's like the awesome. evolution of Pokemon. Uh, you've you've got a perfectly fine Pikachu, and then in the Schumacher Batman's, you've got Raichu. And it's <laughs> Get like, out of here, Raichu! What? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? No one invited you. <laughs> we'll call it the Gremlins version yeah. of the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, or just pointier. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's entirely form over function. I think really. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah, what, it's like the tumbler was that's very it. functional. Yeah. Holy well, what's crap, interesting, was that functional? Yeah. What's interesting, based off the costume, what you were saying is they each have their own thematic purpose and match what the city, the city. Because right. when Superman comes in, he's supposed to be this weird thing, this weird alien presence, but like kind of the idealized humanity, which is a brighter future, right? Idealized His American. So, I mean, idealized American. An American right? god. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. So bright that's colors. It. He's bright amongst a lot of dirt. Yeah. And it's a cool contrast, yeah. which... You know, I feel like you might lose that in the new Superman where it's like, we're all dirty. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And yeah. I like how bright it is. And then yeah. I like how, conversely, the Batman costume in this one is dirty. It's dirty. It's, it's not the finest rubber, you know, cowl. Yeah. Ru- a rough looking cape. He's got, you know, dirt right. on him. Yeah. And it's, yeah. they do like, that as, very as, well in as their costumes. Polished, as polished as Bruce Wayne could do with himself, you know. Yeah. And that's, and that's what it is. And yeah, I think... Yeah, like you're saying, like they fit their time, their town, their city, you know. Um, but they also fit their ideal because Batman is supposed to be, he's supposed to take on the, you know, the crime. Yeah. He's supposed to be that criminal element to fight the criminal element. And Superman is supposed to be just this, this thing that's so different, so foreign that we're looking to, right? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, I mean, they're definitely from their own place because it's like uh, the Batmobile is very gothic, extremely gothic mobile. Yeah. Right? And then you even have his Bat. Plane, which is extremely gothic as well. And then bat they, wing, bat wing, bat wing. Oh, sorry. I had that bat. toy. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. <laughs> was like, <laughs> and then how they even introduced that as like a, a like a faux funny like bat symbol when he flies up and then into oh the yeah, yeah Batman's just he's down. just having fun right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would. No you know you would. <laughs> Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> yeah. Batman is himself in this movie form over function. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, definitely a flamboyancy to him. But as Batman is, you know, fashionable and flamboyant as the, then you have Joker in it, which is just entirely flamboyant in a different way. So. Yeah. The thing that I, I mean, you just, I'm going to mention it really, really quick here because you kind of touched it on it, is that I think that they did the best job. Uh, they kind of did a good job with the Nolan one too. Well, they did a good job with the Nolan one too. But this one really introduced in a way for broad audiences that Batman and Joker are two sides of the same coin. Right. Mm-hmm. Where they're both completely flamboyant and crazy, but in completely different ideas. Yep. And I think, like, because even, like, Joker has that line, I don't mean to steal someone's line here, we can bring it up later, but the where does he get those wonderful toys? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, what the fuck have you been using this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> where That huge fucking gun you pulled yeah. out of your pants. Do you shoot on Lord. a plane? <laughs> the Batwing. If you just watch your guy, like, during the day, you'll see Batman goes into his shop when you're out. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's uh, let's move. I want to talk a little bit about uh, the lady reporters and the side characters. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You mean, uh, both Jimmy Olsen's were great, I thought. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Uh, But, yeah, you know, uh, it's funny that, to, to credit... Tim Burton's movie, like, he made me think Vicki Vale was supposed to be a bigger character when she was just kind of like one of Bruce Wayne's many flings. Yes. Uh, well, and the choices for her kind of give the, the Batman movie a noir feel. They get, give her kind of a dame. I don't know the of, choices for her make this a noir film. I, I, mean, I mean, Burton for her, necessarily. Just the casting her, the style of her dress, like the kind of the, the, the bombshell. Reporter, like I don't know, like yeah, there, there, there's some elements in that that kind of give it a little bit of a, another genre flavoring that 
I found interesting at least. Yeah. Margot Kidder on the other side of this. I fucking love Margot Kidder. Oh, uh, yeah. As Lois Lane, I should specify, because I don't really know what else she's ever done, which is probably She was terrible. in the original Black Christmas, which is... Cool for her, yeah, I guess. Yeah, just, just kind of very, <laughs> very just standard, like, you know, horror chick who gets killed mm. sort of thing. Yeah, that's what I got out of her for this, actually. I, I prefer Amy Adams. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, now, don't get me wrong. I don't dislike Amy Adams as Lois Lane. I think she was an excellent choice. I think she did a very good job with her movie. But when well, I, maybe if they actually gave her reporting, <laughs> right? No, I feel like no. I feel like the moxie I'm that the usage. The, yeah, but, I feel like the moxie that yeah. Margot Kidder has in this. I buy that she's a, just a tough as nails reporter. Yeah, her whole opening—not opening, but her, that whole speech about how she never wants to retire or go to the suburbs because she'd die. Like it's like that feels yeah. like Lois Lane. I like that. Well, I've never read Lois Lane either, so I don't know oh, okay. what the source material is. Um, well, she's another one of those characters where she's been everything from just a damsel in distressing, help me, Superman, to right. like the badass woman. So. Right. And that's what I like about Margot Kidder's with her is that she feels like a very great, like, in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Of, like, she can stick to her guns. She's a badass. She knows what she wants. But she's not, like, a superhero by any means. Like, she still needs somebody to come to swoop in and save the day. I will give you yeah. that. Like, she feels more like someone that Superman could uh, do what he does in the comics and, like, marry and try to have a life with. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas Amy Adams feels like uh, Jane Foster. It's like, oh, I'm going to leave you on Earth and go okay. be Godmore. That seems so mean to Amy Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Amy Adams. You, you, the way they've written your character. Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. Oh, but I like no. Natalie Portman too. You know, there is one more thing that somehow we've not fucking brought up on this podcast. And you just reminded me because they did a similar scene. Lois and Clark with Dean Cain. Oh, yeah. That's never gotten mentioned once. Wow. It was pretty oh, so good. Sorry, Dean that was Cain. like, as a, my childhood, that was like the Superman stuff that Absolutely. I watched. Absolutely. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was. Dean I was Cain. obsessed with that show. Yeah. yeah. And I remember. Please, uh, believe it or not. I don't remember who the name <laughs> no. of the actress is from that, but uh, I remember uh, there was like Thatcher, a scene right? where. Yeah, Terry. Yeah, yeah. Terry Thatcher? That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that? I think he was trying to like. Hatcher. Hatcher, he, not Thatcher. He was trying to see through her, and she had like a lead plate or something she was using. I don't remember exactly what it was, but. Does that mean we have to bring up Smallville now? Because I didn't watch Smallville. I thought of it and I didn't watch it either, so I couldn't say much <laughs> yeah, about it. But it, I, I feel like maybe maybe in a different versus we can do Smallville versus Gotham. We could have seasons of Gotham of kind of like the hero without oh, the hero. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that could That'd work. Be, yeah. Uh, where should we move on to next? I still have more stuff on my list here. If we want to go back to that, yeah. oh, we didn't mention any of the side characters other than the lady reporters, right? Um, but I mean, who else? Well, you got Bob, you, you got to talk. Well, the, the, ed- the editor Perry White, right? Well, you got to talk about Perry White. Uh, I get well, no, he's, he's I like cantankerous. Her. He's he cantankerous. I love it. All right, I still like um, not how my blank kind of name Lawrence Fishburne better. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but, but when you get like grumpy guy, like really grumpy, put out sort of guy, like, yeah. But he just seemed like grumpy guy that everyone could ignore. Whereas yeah. Lawrence Fishburne, when he's mad at you, I feel like you're in trouble. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a whole different world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just about to act at me in a very disappointed way, and I'm going to yeah. feel bad about yeah. myself yeah. afterward. Um, yeah. The one guy that the unsung hero of the entire original Batman series, fucking Alfred. Yeah, he was he's so, good. so oh great. That's my Alfred, Alfred man. That, yeah, that's <laughs> my Alfred. Yeah, for I, sure. I loved Michael Caine. I thought he did a great job sure. with we'll talk oh about God, character, yeah. but yeah, that yeah, character yeah. didn't feel like Alfred to right. me. So this about, guy was Alfred. Like yeah. talk yeah. about having a side character who's not a superhero in any way, shape, or form, just a side person who is compared just as much as you would compare the Supermans. So like, that's right. not my Alfred. Yeah. That's my Alfred. <laughs> he's compared in the same. You talk. We talk about yeah. him. In the same exact way that we talk about Superman and Batman, he's almost a hero in his own way for oh, how he's able he to. He is. I mean, he saved Batman. Really? really. I mean, you know, he he, he always does. Yeah. And he yeah. also gets interesting like iterations. Like he ha- actually has more interesting iterations than Superman has in the film. I agree. Realm. And yeah. Batman's. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I love the new one on the on the show Gotham too. I mean, not again like Michael Caine. He doesn't feel like the Alfred that I read from the comics, but he's awesome. And, uh, he, yeah. and no matter it, what you think about the it movie, feels more coming realistic out, with Michael Caine. The idea of a Jeremy yeah. Irons doing an Alfred, like that's interesting. Yeah. Whenever yeah. they cast an Alfred, it's like you can kind of get what vibe they're going for with the Batman, <laughs> yeah. based off of the Alfred they pick, right? Yeah, interesting. But would it kill him just one time for somebody to call him Penny One? Like I just want to hear somebody <laughs> over at Intercom call him Penny One. That's the director's cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was there any other side character? I mean, we could talk. I guess Jimmy Olsen. He was Jimmy Olsen. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about fucking Lando Calrissian. Oh my! <laughs> He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Out, of, out of everything in the Batman, like the original Batman series, the yeah. fact that fucking Billy Dee Williams did not get to play Two Face is so upsetting. To yeah. Me. yeah, yeah. He would have been awesome. Yeah, because like when he when he first came on screen, or, you know, I saw his you know his big poster, and I was like, wait, what? Do I not remember this movie correctly? It was like, is he not? They're setting up this Two Face. That oh damn. 
Oh, yeah. that would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We have to swap out for Tommy Lee Jones. Granted, I like Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, yeah he did that good. That was he did pretty good. amazing, yeah. <laughs> uh, but still, it's Billy D. Williams. I mean, you got to love been, Billy D. Williams. <laughs> yeah, that would have be been amazing. so interesting. I do remember thinking that this time around, like, wow, what the if? possibilities. Yeah. What, what if? Yeah. What if oh. Billy D. Williams played Two-Face? There's your ultimate what if. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The entire force of law and police in the Batman movie was really good. Yeah, I liked... Um, I like their commissioning Gordon. Yeah, me too. Batman did a really good job of making us feel like we're watching a comic book. Superman felt more like we're watching an, an action adventure. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I mean, because that well, was. Well, until he turned back time. <laughs> Fuck a turn back, back time. time. I think That's the I think only you find thing your intro that he was thinking <laughs> <laughs> as he was flying around the earth at a million miles an hour. But you know back what? To, to, speak, to speak to that scene. Only Christopher Reeve could have sold that. Sure, that scene and because absolutely. he is you know, he is as, angry as f. Uh, as, <laughs> as ludicrous as that scene is, he fucking sells it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was scared. Like when these characters, like when Superman gets angry, that's like sort of like the Doctor getting angry. Yeah. It's like you don't want to see that because that is scary. And I like seeing that because I was actually like, oh my god, that's scary. Well, mm-hmm. that's my. I mean, really quick to touch on it. That's my favorite thing about Christopher Reeve's Superman is that when he gets angry, it's like. Oh shit! I didn't mean to piss him off. I shouldn't have pissed him off. Oh yeah. fuck! Yeah. Whereas like Henry Cavill's was like, well, he's always almost angry. He's just always a dick. Yeah. Well, he's, he's always got always something like, like kind of like he's Cavill's a hero. Yeah. Who yeah. You don't he's want got to piss a chip off. on his shoulder. Yeah. Cavill's a dick. Well, <laughs> or I'm sorry, Reeves is a hero. You know. Yeah. Reeves is a, yeah. The, like he, yeah, the new Superman, the new Superman seems to always be perturbed about everything. At, yeah. at the same level of perturbed, like he mm, should be. I Bruce gotta fight crime. Yeah. My secret doctor. I'm always angry. But there was such. There was Which such is basically because yeah he's just like pissed off you're like ah pff, humans oh god okay yeah As, cra- yeah that, Christopher Reeves that is like, could change in this new one we don't know we haven't seen it yet true right? true based off Man of Steel it's like all right I feel like I've seen at least eighty percent of it though in the trailers it's a two and a oh, half snap. hour movie you've seen two minutes yeah. <laughs> well, well in terms I don't of know it. much about math but uh, <laughs> I would say you have not seen most of it you've seen everything not, but the transitions though yeah. hey, I do Fair. I do words not numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we have three more things. To, well, sorry, two more things to talk about here. Uh, I'm going to start with just the one thing we haven't really talked about, which I feel needs to be mentioned because this is comic books. We didn't talk about any of the action sequences. We didn't talk about the actual superheroes fighting. Which we I feel like you need. We to did talk, talk about. about that Michael Keaton couldn't move very well, which That's I true. feel like sums up his no, action sequence, which was covered I, up very well with a flash of a camera. Yeah, so what, I think very effectively in the one scene where he had to, when yeah. he had to fight like the the crazy karate guys while the Joker's <laughs> dancing with Kim Basinger, I think they sold it. Yes. Yeah. This movie made me think you just fight by stiffening your limbs in different yeah. directions. <laughs> Which, that's what it was. I yeah. mean, that's how Batman had to fight in that suit, because he can't move. It's Taekwondo right. Bat. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, honestly, I didn't read a whole lot of Batman comics from before 1989. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it really didn't drive home the whole, like, Batman's almost ninja-like very well. You could see it in some of his stances and in the actual thing. and. From other Batmans, you understand that he's been trained and all of this other stuff. And so right. he, he knows how to actually fight. As opposed to Superman, who has never been trained. Well, whatever. In this universe, he's never been trained. He's just, he just well, We don't know how those conversations went with Marlon Brando. Right. right. They could have had like, all right, son, now it's time to talk jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't it cool? Weight. <laughs> isn't it cool that in these movies we could see the combat? I mean, like in later iterations of Batman, Nolan, all of them. <laughs> like he got better with it, but it's like let's shake the camera around like a like we're having a seizure, and that's action. That's yeah. co- that's, that's that's tense. Yeah. That's yeah. tense. It's like no, I yeah. just can't see what's going on. Still camera, just punch someone real hard in the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, well, to where we can po- where we can point out like oh, it's just moving your arm up like this, and you know we mimic it as kids, right? Yeah. It's like well, we we had something yeah. to mimic. We could see. <laughs> And yeah, those, those moments look cool because they're slow. They slowed them down a little bit. Yeah, I guess. Is, yeah, but it, what's really nice is that they they kind of are confident in their kind of setting and letting you and letting the scene showed, just play out. That's very that's Tim Burton. For, yeah, show and showed for Batman too is that he's so confident and he's he's like, uh, yep, yeah, block." Whereas all the other people that are against him, all, everybody that's fighting him is so trying to be flamboyant and try to move this and that and do blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah. oh, just uh, and Batman's no. like, I'm gonna shut this shit down. Yeah, no. no. But that almost feels more Superman to me. Like I, I like the dichotomy between these characters because uh Superman is godlike in his strength and he has to pull most of his punches to not punch people's heads off. Yeah. <laughs> so he just kinda stands there and he can punch his way out of anything. Where Batman has to use his brain and be clever and like sneak yeah. up in the shadows and he's just a man. So I I don't know if the Tim Burton's movie sold that to me. 
I think really it's just that last sequence that it did because he was clearly outmatched right. with like those mm-hmm. like karate dudes, and like they're throwing him around. They throw him through a staircase. Like it, it's clear like he had to kind of like figure out how to beat them. Right. And it, they don't spend a lot of time on it, but I still think it's there. The rest of the movie I agree with. They didn't really sell it, but that one sequence I think they did. Yeah. And in the Superman movie, there's not really a lot of action. No, no. Right. You, is, you forget that after, after, if you haven't seen it in a long time, but then yeah. you're like, where's the action? Oh, that's in the second movie. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, no, it's, he's yeah, just when flying. When he fights Zod is yeah. really when there's the action. Because this one, yeah, it's just he kind of cruises around. He saves a cat from a tree. Very <laughs> Superman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he turns back time. But all of that, I mean, the really the action sequence is really after the f- he stops the first bomb, and then it's just making sure that as few people die as possible yeah. after the second bomb goes off. Right, yep. and that's really your action. He shows up. He pulls like Jimmy Olsen. You're falling off the Hoover Dam. We're gonna stop that. And he just kind of goes around. And for some reason, he can shift tectonic plates, which we can just kind of move past that <laughs> yeah. ridiculousness. Yeah, <laughs> we've already moved but, past but that the time t- travel. <laughs> as far as like introductions to the character that being an action sequence, the helicopter that Lois Lane has fallen from, yes, is amazing. Yeah, it's. Awesome. I, I, I watch that and I'm just like, it takes my breath. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. this is Superman. Like, this is that, that moment yeah, where you're like, I'm true. excited about Superman because what a way to just introduce yourself to the world. It yeah. is so, an amazing introduction. I, I guess this movie, Superman actually did a much better job then because, like I said, Superman can punch through walls and people's faces. So to give him. Um, Conflicts like, oh, you've just been tricked into opening a box of kryptonite. That's yep. good. Uh, oh, there's two people across the world, or two different events across the world that both need saving at the same time. That's a good conflict for Superman to have because yep. he's only one man. So they did a great job of that. Yeah, they did a good job making, like, that's, again, I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, this isn't like a voting episode where we're going to tell you which one's better or not. But I've always enjoyed this Superman more than this Batman. Um, but with that, I want to move into what I think should be our final topic of the day, which is the series after this film. So both of these movies got f- three more sequels. Yep. And both of these series, the sequels just went way downhill. <laughs> yeah. After going slightly uphill in the second one. Like, they marry yeah. each other so well, it's kind of crazy. Um, so for those of you who have not seen anything else, it, or for those of you who actually don't know, Superman and Superman 2 were written at the same time and submitted as one script, hmm. which is why when you watch the movie, the opening is Zod getting thrown into the Phantom Zone or whatever the fuck they call it in this movie. Yeah. I think actually they do call it, it Phantom is, Zone yeah. this one. Yeah. Um, and that's why they come back in the next one, because it was written and kind of shot, not necessarily at the same time, but right around the same time. So it was supposed to be the same story. Um, which I think would have been awesome. Personally. It would have been, and, and I don't know the backstory. I haven't really read into that much, but for it, some reason, Richard Donner did not fully finish the second film. I hmm. think there was. I guess it, it sounded whatnot. like there was a lot of like politics in the that whole kind of production that just happened. Yeah, I mean, you could if you look into the background of the making of the first Superman movie you could make the best movie ever just of making this thing. Like fucking Marlon Brando. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be in your movie. Okay, cool. Here are your lines. I'm not memorizing those. <laughs> what, what do you mean you're not memorizing them? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Cue cards, please. Yeah, that's just how I work. Yeah, that's how I'm doing it. All right, well, we're going to shoot this in Italy. Oh, can't go to Italy. There's a warrant out for my arrest in Italy. You know that, actually, (laughs) it was Marlon Brando's idea, too. He was like, "Mm, I know he's Superman, but I feel left out that I don't have one of those Superman logos. Put one on my shirt, too. (laughs) That was literally his idea. He's like, let's put a Superman logo on everyone on Krypton. That's awesome. (laughs) I love Marlon Brando. He's great, but... Thank God I'd never have to work with him because that yeah. sounds horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Superman and Superman 2, great movies. And then Superman 3, it's like, oh, we keep making these? Why not Richard Pryor? <laughs> That'd be great, right? Yeah. Wait, what? I actually didn't see these. I haven't seen any of the Superman sequels. So three, in, in, in Superman 3, it, Richard Pryor's kind of the bumbling, kind of switching sides back and forth, good guy, bad guy sort of thing. Oh, no. And... Superman has to fight a computer. Yeah. It's, well, uh, it's all about right. hackers and computers, and Lex Luthor's not even in this. And right. It's some it's brilliant. A, it's yeah. rough. It's, it's, it's as rough. rough as ice puns? Uh, oh. it might, the, here's the thing. is It might not be <laughs> Superman for the quest for peace. Oh, way worse than ice puns. <laughs> wow. It is one of the worst films in the history of cinema. And the fact they actually got Christopher Reeves to be in it Still kind of blows my mind. Like, and if you look into the background of it, uh, if you watch, if there's a documentary on Netflix right now called Electric Boogaloo, where they talk about the company that bought Superman to make this one film. It's mind blowing how they're just like, well, we can make it for um, an eighth of what we spent on the first one, right? Well, then we can only shoot him flying one time. <laughs> All right, 
And then they do. And then they use the same shot of him flying directly oh, at the no. screen every time he flies. Yeah. It is one of the worst films oh. ever made. And Isn't then that the one where he pulls his symbol off? No, that's two. That's oh, two. Oh, okay. And then he fights that one guy. I don't remember the, his name, but it was... Plutonium Man? No, no. Like <laughs> they, He basically... Lex Luthor makes him out of like a strand of Superman's hair and then like... Oh, Bizarro. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. But he's he's totally... <laughs> the dumbest outfit and then like he he beats superman nuclear by, man nuclear man he beats awesome. superman by scratching him in the neck with his super long nail and then superman goes on a stint of being like bad superman <laughs> it's 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 a Double rough bizarre, so superman blows out the olympic torch in a scene oh, he's God. drinking and he's womanizing <laughs> it's so funny i feel like we need to bring up toby mcguire's emo dance scene yeah. now this is what they ins- that was that inspired that i think <laughs> yeah, probably uh, uh, it, 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 i don't think you're wrong um now on the same scale the tim burton franchise i think went Straight to the same place. Yeah. I mean, yep, yep. Right now, now this is where I'm saying the Batman Returns is like that is my favorite Batman film of all me time. Too. And I, I love The Dark Knight. I love everything that's come out. But it, mm. for me, Batman Returns is like the greatest Batman movie fucking ever. And I well, love they the let, shit I, out I of it. Like, my penguin. <laughs> yeah, fact. <laughs> but you well, like Gotham. About, what about that guy? Talk about He's letting, good too, uh, but DeVito's my penguin. Talk about letting Burton kind of like, because it feels like you're hedging some bets with the first Batman, right? They're, they're holding well, back yeah, a little bit. Superman destroyed. Like it just went horribly. And then like, all right, we're going to another superman or we're gonna do another superhero movie uh did you see quest for peace no we're fucking not <laughs> yeah whereas like they went balls to the wall with returns it's like Whoa, crazy yeah. pants. it's crazy pants and they gave us the best Catwoman ever yeah holy yeah. shit so well i mean good. eartha kit's a pretty like she's above her a little bit but that's just a classic thing right no michelle pfeiffer's definitely better <laughs> <laughs> i watched way too much of the old batman uh, I, like, I love it but oh my god like michelle pfeiffer's Michelle Pfeiffer like defined a new version of the Catwoman the yeah. same way that Heath Ledger did the Joker. I think, yeah, like, yeah. just like the batshit crazy person. <laughs> and all she had to do was like nearly pass out during every every day of shoot just yeah. for that costume. Not bad. Oh, you God. know what? It's worth, worth it. it. It's worth <laughs> it. Yeah. My eleven-year-old uh, self would say the same. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Eleven-year-olds uh, yeah. appreciated the shit out of this. Yeah. Um. But Meow. then we go to the. But after that, you go to the third one, which. I can still enjoy they like, way more than the Richard Pryor you, Superman one. Well, I the, can't. I don't remember which one is third and fourth. Can so you? So Batman me? Forever is third. Is, Batman and Robin is fourth. Who are the villains of Forever? Uh, the Riddler and Two Faced. So Jim Carrey okay, and gotcha. uh, and that's yeah. why that one's still good. I mean, yeah, because Val Kilmer's Batman, eh. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, Chris O'Donnell's Robin is just as annoying as Robin used to be, so that kind of works. Nailed so, it. Um, <laughs> but you got it right. Yeah, but fucking Jim Carrey is the Riddler. Fucking awesome! Oh yeah, sure. Like, awesome. He basically yeah. channeled uh, the old like, Riddler from the TV show, yeah, and he did it like in in the Schumacher style. So it actually well, played to what played I mean, that's well. What, that's what Schumacher wanted to make was yeah. the old school Batman, yeah, but just modernized, and he did. And, and this one you can still watch on cable and be like, Haha, "This is funny. Yeah, this is yeah. this is yeah, crazy. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. TV will rot your brain." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which and, one introduced uh, Alicia Silverstone? Uh, Batman, Robin. Okay. Batman, Robin. Yeah. All right, Batman and Robin. So work. Batman Forever is not bad. No, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. Batman and Robin. No, I, I can't even watch it anymore. Like, <laughs> I want to, and yeah. it's, just, it's really rough. And George Clooney. Chill. 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 Why is the ER doctor Batman? Yeah. I, I like Clooney's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It's not great, but I don't have a problem with it. Right. But that's really all I can say for the whole movie is I like Clooney's you know, Bruce Wayne. I like the villains. Have we talked? Even. Have we yeah, talked still? To kind of backtrack, have we talked about how each of these movies hand like these movies handle their alter egos? Like the Clark no, we Kent's? didn't really talk about that or the Bruce Waynes because they're very interesting in their approach and often copied. See, I, I didn't think they were interesting. I thought they were about as like safe and like palatable as possible. It's like Clark Kent is Clark Kent. Clark Bruce Kent Wayne is, is Clark Kent. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce and Wayne is. Because see, I, I forgot in we Superman really how didn't awkward get much of Bruce Wayne. I forgot how awkward Clark was as an adult and just yeah. like how like he did a is good this job. What you think yeah. like I don't know after hearing that. Kill Bill speech play out. No, like no. I, I, I've gone back to think about these alter egos, and it's like, is that what he thinks humans are like? Just these bumbling, like, yeah. And it's, it's kind yeah, of yes. it's kind of neat or, how he plays that. Uh, did he? He never said anything like that. I think it's just to com- uh, to go completely polar opposite of yeah. what Superman's like. He just like yeah. is playing the the most opposite of Superman you can think I mean, of. Yeah, because yeah. Superman's disguise is not just a pair of glasses. Right, it's his performance. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, I think I fainted. Yeah, you. Fainted, <laughs> but just you're mentioning how like uh, George Clooney made a 
a cool, a, a great Bruce Wayne. We have that no, conversation. That's a great. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> cool. I meant to say cool. A cool Bruce Wayne. Like that. I think maybe more so the Batman series. Each Bruce Wayne has been different yep. in, in how they've handled them. And yeah, like I think that we could just basically sum it up now and say that super superman has been just a far more consistent character yeah. and clark kent than yeah. than bruce wayne and batman but i think that's true they the found too. that's what superman. i mean yeah. like yeah. across like, all media forever yeah. that's yeah. been true until Zack snyder and whether right. or not that's a good thing we'll find out in a couple of days until yeah. superman but turned into the electricity same day this episode comes out we will find out yeah. um okay but, so unless there's anything else anybody wants to say i want to move into quotes is there anything else we need to touch on with these things? I think we've done a pretty good job covering both of them. Yeah. Christopher Reeves is Superman. That's true. Uh, we don't got a lot of choice there. Do we need a quote from each movie? Yeah, one from each. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Uh, we'll go Batman first. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a, <laughs> it's a, it's a Joker line. Um, Aren't they all, though? Yeah, that's kind of what I didn't want to. Uh, I was originally just going with, I'm Batman. Uh, but, <laughs> which is only said once yeah like, in the whole movie. no he whispers it to himself a bunch of yeah. times <laughs> whenever he's like, like when he's running up those stairs at the end of it to go fight joker he's not in that scene <laughs> wait that's not the scene i was talking about uh no i'm gonna go with uh now i'm trying to remember exactly how i phrased it don't rub another man's rhubarb <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go uh okay i'll go next uh it's we know the line. It's when Joker says, uh, tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah. That, and that's the line. It's just, a, it, and like, my thought was like, oh, you know what? I like the sound of that. That has a cool sound. And then the Joker actually says after, I always ask that on my prey. I just like the sound of it. I'm like, this movie speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is you. the most Joker thing he does in almost the whole movie. Yeah. Just like, this makes absolutely no sense, but I like it. <laughs> but it sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That. Oh, and isn't that the same scene too? In the that's in the apartment too, isn't it's it? Right before he says, "Don't rub another man's rhubarb." Right, right, right. Because <laughs> yeah. then, then Michael Keaton's like smashing things, like you don't want to see me crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, also, this this scene is so great. Uh, my favorite uh, line is again the Joker, of course. Mm. My balloons. Those are my balloons. <laughs> He's stealing my balloons. Why didn't anyone tell me he had one of those? Things. <laughs> Bob, gun. <laughs> Blam. Uh, mine is also from the Joker. Uh, so no, really? I think so. I, I, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll pick that one. Um, so this is in the, the restaurant uh, gallery place. Uh, Vicky Vale asks, what do you want? My face on the $1 bill. You must be joking. <laughs> do I look like I'm joking? I just thought it was hilarious. Oh. <laughs> really do like that <laughs> uh all right so for superman quotes mine is from lex luther uh it is we all have our little faults mine's in california <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm also going with a lex luther quote uh it's because i giggle every time he says it miss tesbaka <laughs> <laughs> Says it a lot. Yeah. He really does. And every time I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gene Hackman. You're going somewhere. I'll go with a, a Superman quote. Um, this is right as his introduction as Superman. Easy, miss. I've got you. And then Lois Lane says, you've got me, but who, who's got you? Oh, yeah. That's my other favorite line. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have a friend who saw this when it came out in theaters uh, who said that that moment got wild applause in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the line. Uh, mine's just kind of a, a line I found funny on rewatch. I did, definitely didn't catch as a kid. Uh, first, inter- I think it's the first interview. Lois Lane's like, "How how big are you? Um, uh, how tall are you?" <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't catch that. <laughs> Way more innuendo like, in Superman yeah. somehow. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, and I, I forgot that. God, there's a there's a web comic that shows the first time Lois Lane and Superman like get busy. Yeah, and he takes off his pants. And she goes, "Oh God." Why does it have pinchers? And he goes, to hold on to you. What? <laughs> I, have, I have seen that webcomic. He is an alien. <laughs> Thank God he doesn't look just like humans, because that always throws me off about Superman. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I want to do a review system for today, but I don't really know how to do it. So I'm thinking that we'll just completely forego it, and our review system will be what do we want from the movie. Okay. So what do we want from, when I say the movie, I mean Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. We've been hinting at that film the whole day. Wait, what's that? Is that coming out? (laughs) If you don't know what the movie is, there you have it. 
Uh, so least, is that Michael least... Keaton versus Christopher Reeves? Or? <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of CGI involved. Hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. It felt Birdman versus... <laughs> uh, okay, so the when I think of the things that I want from this movie, uh, I'm not even going to try to compare it to the movies that we have so far, but no, I will. So what we didn't get in those other movies that I do want in this one, mine's going to be pre- pretty on the nose, is there's something that's so great about the Justice League comic books and Batman comic books and Superman comic books that we've never fully seen beyond animated series and whatnot. Uh, I want to see Superman and Batman's friendship because there is something about that friendship that will always bring mm. you back to DC. Like mm. there's something where they they have completely different ideals on things. They never really see eye to eye, but they have like a bond like brothers that is just so phenomenal and always brings me back to those books that makes me go I love these two characters together like if you've never read it there's a there's a point where Batman's son dies and all that Superman does to help him is show up and helps him do work one night and that's it and he's like all right call me if you need me and he goes thanks mm-hmm. and like that's it. And it's like they just understand each other mm-hmm. even though they never agree with each other and that's what I want out of these movies I want to see that friendship hmm that's good. I would second that. I would second. I would. I would hope to kind of bounce off that that they spend a lot of time on that. Like yeah. where the movie already friendship. Yeah. The movie is very crowded as it is, and I wouldn't mind them cutting some of that out. <laughs> I don't think they're going to edit it anymore. Well, I mean, they've got. They've got. They've got they just did the press screen, so they got a couple days. They got a couple days so they can fix it. But I just mean, I, I hope that, and I don't I haven't read any reviews yet, that they do spend a lot more time than you would think. I. I, I really want to kind of be surprised by the movie mm-hmm. in a way like the advertising is shifting it to be one way that it's going to be just this punch out fest and then they're going to find a common enemy and punch that out and that's going to be it but like make make care like three-dimensional characters out of these guys like you didn't really do that hot of a job in man of steel superman's there is just like okay where's your motivations fine whatever this is cool fight scenes and all that like I would disagree. I think that the whole movie is just making Superman a three-dimensional character, and that's why they went wrong. <laughs> yeah. They didn't make a story. They just made, here is Superman. Well, and, and Enjoy he, it. <laughs> yeah. And then they just kind of picked a, a very uncompelling way to present it, I feel like. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, I, I want more about the characters, and, yeah. And then that's pretty much it. Basically, okay. basically uh, kind of expanding on what you said. Okay. I'm really curious to see where they go with this. There is one sentiment out of... Um, the Dark Knight Returns, which I know they're using a little bit as the source material for this. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone hasn't read The Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller, I'm sorry, this is a little of a spoiler for it, but no! Superman does show up uh, to actually kind of stop Batman, which is kind of the inverse of what's going on in the right. Batman v Superman. But uh, Superman has a line that he says to Bruce Wayne, or Batman says, uh, we, we are gods walking among men. It's best we don't remind them of that. And I love that sentiment of that whole series, and I really hope they kind of like... Uh, capture that somehow for this movie Um, and realistically I I just really hope that um, that this movie and this franchise for for all of what Warner Brothers is doing with DC right right now gives us something that can define this generation of Batman and Superman like the way that these old movies gave us new information about these characters that we incorporated into the larger canon I just hope they can pull that off this time as well that's a big ask yeah (laughs) Yeah, I think they will. I think the I think we're gonna define Ben Affleck as our Batman more than we think we will right now, and this is gonna be the first time we get a really good uh, any of the other characters. I, I if they if they pull it off, even okay, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. If they do, just that seems to be a hair better than Man of Steel, and I think it'll be out of this world. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, if that if that happens, I will be truly amazed. <laughs> I honestly don't think I. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't have much faith, but um, you know, ag- again, we'll we'll see it. But yeah, I mean, I really just don't want uh, whatever a, t- a two hour long brawl of just like oh yeah, just nah, just kill, kill and then just that you know like all right, well that was well, that Batman, is the wor- that, and that was Superman. That is the worry, right? That it's going to be like mostly just the brawl, and then the last ten minutes are going to be like here's all the cool stuff. No, I, I hope the movie yeah. is about. Um, it's, it'll be an interesting twist on the two characters. If this movie is about Batman teaching Superman that it's not okay to ever kill. I kind of hope that's where it's going. Me too. I I could be wrong, but that's kind of what I've been feeling like it's going to be is 
that's where it's going to end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind that's of like common... on the statement that you were saying. If like it's yeah, we're we're gods among men. Like mm-hmm. let's not remind them of that. Like right. let's not remind them. They're like oh, we can just kill all of you whenever we want to. Yeah. Well, There's and, nothing and, and, you can do to stop me. Yeah, because well, I'm that, a god. And yeah. that was one nice thing about the the trailers and stuff as the promotion started rolling. I was like, oh, so they are dre-. like because people's common complaint would be like, how could Superman get away with all this destruction and just being just, just bad? You know, so not not taking human life into consideration. Well, they're going to address it. And I'm like, all right. Well, the the one thing that I will say is I've seen all the trailers up until the most... Like, I haven't watched TV spots because those are spoilery as shit. Um, but I will say that out of everything, it looks like they've only really shown one action sequence. Which, if that's speaking to the larger film, it might be that there's not a crap load of action in it. Which, if they go that route, I'll be much happier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that would actually be very... That would be surprising. Like, in a good way. Like, I mean, I have a feeling it'll it'll probably be two or three. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I imagine at one point there'll be fisticuffs, one of them will lose and then they'll have to regroup. And I'm guessing Batman will lose and he'll have well, to regroup and put on his Batman super suit. Right. That's what leg, we see His already. Lego suit. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what I'm, I'm guessing. But that's kind of straight out of Dark Knight Returns, which I'm yeah. excited about. Yeah. I, I just, I, uh, yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm very excited for this film and it's mostly just because I'm a DC fanboy and it has not been going well for us for a long time yeah, in the film world. True. Comics have true. been phenomenal. I really enjoyed the new 52 and what they did there. I'm excited for what's coming out this year. I think it's going to be great. Um, but is there anything else we want to say on these two movies before we move on or the third movie that the BVSDOJ? Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> no, I think we've nailed it. Okay. Um, all right. So with that, we'll bring the episode to a close. Uh, next week, we will not have anything. I apologize. Uh, but we have to go to WonderCon, which is have to. Uh, well, we have to. It's in LA. Yeah. It's not yeah. that far away, and it's not that expensive to get into. I have to go to it, yeah. uh, which means that we're not going to have time to record an episode. Uh, so I apologize. The week after that, we're going back a few months, and by I mean a few, I mean a lot. We're doing Whiplash, uh, which is a phenomenal movie, which Yay. we've never done on this show, and I don't know why. I'm excited for that one. Talk. It's such a good. Just, movie. just actually saw that one recently. Just it, was like, oh, I better, I'm, I'm going to get ahead of the game in terms of homework. Yeah, like, that, that's that's a good one. <laughs> It'll uh, be interesting if by then Miles Teller is confirmed to be Han Solo after admitting recently on social media he has never seen a Star Wars movie. I think he, I don't think he was allowed to say that till he was out of the running. I don't think okay. he's even in the running anymore. Okay, good. Which is phenomenal news. Yes. Uh, and then the week after that we have uh, a battle coming up. We haven't done a battle in a while. Uh, and it will be, this is based on Ryan's suggestion. Uh, we're doing a Netflix roulette battle. Ah, oh, that's going to be so much fun. It's going to be wow. a lot of fun. We don't wow. know who the guests are yet, but basically, so people can kind of understand what that will be. So we'll have to do it on the episode. We're going to basically roll the roulette, which is the Netflix roulette app or the website for it. And that's going to decide the movie that you're defending. So <laughs> it can be anything from three ninjas to Troll 2 and I really hope that we get nothing but horrible movies and then one person gets like a piano (laughs) what's best I get the Justice League cartoon series (laughs) so that'll be a lot of fun Um, so if you're listening to this before you go to see Batman vs Superman to prepare for it I hope you have a good time at the movie because this will come out the same day as the movie Um, thank you very much for listening thank you to Graham of course Ryan John sure and myself bye 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 Get it? That's just the first verse. Dark.